hope everybody is doing well today. My name is Ayana Collins. I am a junior at the University of Arkansas at Pondola, majoring in chemistry. Um, I graduated from high school in 2018. Um, I attended a STEM academy program at my home institution. And over that summer, we took a trip to the NASA Space Center in Biloxi, Mississippi. That's where I first was like introduced to NOAA and basically um, what it was. That's when I was like, I want an internship and I want, you know, I want to be introduced to that field of science. Um, I was basically introduced to the sciences, I guess when I was like really young, maybe like seven or eight. Um, my dad's side of the family is from Florida and I would spend every summer down in Florida. Um, this one particular summer that I was there, you know, we were in the, uh, we were at the beach, you know, playing in the ocean. And it was this wave that just came and like knocked me over. Um, I definitely thought I was gonna drown, but as you can see, I'm, I'm here. And so basically that's what really got, got me interested. Like, why is this wave so strong, like to knock me over? And I was just very fascinated with the ocean from then on. Um, here this summer, I have been working with Dr. Adrian and Dr. Megan um, on the KEO research. Um, basically what we were looking for is what are the um, what drives the CO2 flux, the seasonal variation in the CO2 flux? Um, I am a part of the CPMSI program, um, and that's who funds my research this summer. Um, they don't fund the Keo research, however, they do fund me as a scholar. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Ayana. You can go forward to the next slide. Yeah, I love that story, Ayana, because I have so many memories as a kid playing in the ocean with my dad and having waves knock me over. And um, I've had a few scary moments like you described, but for the most part, I um, find playing in the waves really fun. Very um, fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember um, swimming with my dad in Virginia and a hurricane was offshore. And so the, the waves were even larger. And I remember just playing in the waves all day and coming out of the ocean finally with my bathing suit full of sand <laughs> because I've been tumbled all around. <laughs> um, but I, I've always loved the water. Um, and that was the same thing that got me into ocean science. I was also a competitive swimmer growing up. And so swimming actually paid for college for me. Um, I was an athlete in college. And so water has always been very much a big part of my life. Um, I scuba dive, I kayak, um, I've traveled to see icebergs and I've traveled to the tropics to see coral reefs and it's um, a, my favorite thing and my big joy in life is is always um, being around the water. So you can go to the next slide. 
So um, ocean science is very, very, very diverse. I focus on chemistry, chemistry of the ocean, but there are so many different fields of science. You can study fish, you can study whales, you can study tiny plants that live in the ocean, you can study volcanoes under the ocean, you know, on the seafloor. Um, there, you can even go into fields of, of policy and communications and law because there's a lot of that work around the ocean too. So it's really, really diverse. Can you go to the next slide? Um, and then I have a lot of friends who went to college and some of them went to graduate school and they studied ocean science, but now they apply that ocean science in really different ways. They don't do science, but they um, are filmmakers and they focus their film filming on um, environmental issues. Um, I have friends who work in Congress. There are staff for congressional members and they focus on ocean policy. Um, so there's a lot of really diverse things that you can do with your knowledge about ocean science. Next slide. So I'm a NOAA oceanographer. NOAA is the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. And that agency, um, you know, if you ask your parents, you know, what is the weather going to be today? Is it going to rain? Well, the forecast that your, your parents uh, look at is, um, is data that's collected by NOAA. And so it's NOAA collects a lot of data that's important to understand weather, to understand how much fish we can take from the ocean without taking all the fish away. Um, and so our mission is really to understand the ocean, the atmosphere, to share that knowledge with the public and ultimately conserve um, marine life for future generations. Um, this photo is a photo of me um, on a ship and that thing that has a tube coming off of it where I'm collecting water, that's called a CTD rosette. And that whole big thing that's full of bottles just went a mile down in the ocean and it's hanging on a cable and the ship um, lowers it over the side and it goes down a mile deep and then it, as the ship brings it up, the bottles start closing. And so it collects water at different depths in the ocean. And what I'm doing is taking, um, you know, taking some of that water, I'm gonna bring it back to the laboratory and I'm gonna analyze it. And so that, that's just kind of one example of what uh, oceanographers do. Next slide. So, I do a lot of observing, um, observing of the ocean. It's really the focus of my work. And this figure shows all the kind of observing that we do um, throughout the ocean. There's a lot of different types of um, instruments that we deploy in the ocean, like thermometers. You know, you have a thermometer in your house. It's uh, measuring the temperature all the time, um, just like how we deploy instruments in the ocean to measure all kinds of different things. 
and that data um, often comes back to you. It gets transmitted via satellite. And some of that data then goes into weather forecast models and climate models and fisheries models. Um, so these are all models are uh, kinds of um, uh, programs that are basically using data to come up with uh, what they think the weather forecast is going to be. So, um, yep, next slide. Great. So here are some photos of um, platforms in the ocean that I deploy sensors and instruments on. Um, and there's a picture of my team there. And that map shows all the places in the ocean where we have instruments that are measuring carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and carbon dioxide in the ocean. And the figure that's in the little, that's a graph that's at the bottom right, that kind of shows you what kind of, what the data look like that are coming from these sensors. And this is over 10 years and this is what CO2 in the ocean has looked like over 10 years. And as the carbon dioxide or CO2 in the atmosphere increases, it also increases in the ocean. That's what I study. Next slide. So this, this shows that. So the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and the ocean and the land are all connected. And this is a natural cycle to understand how plants absorb CO2 and when they die, they release CO2. Um, and in the ocean, when, um, when the, the CO2 in the atmosphere is increasing, the ocean absorbs that CO2. Not all of it, but it absorbs a lot of it. And that's, that's what I study. Next slide. And then the other thing that happens is that when the ocean absorbs CO2, the chemistry of the ocean changes. And that's, that's what I study. I'm a chemical oceanographer. And so as the ocean absorbs this extra CO2, the pH of the ocean decreases. And that's what, why this is called ocean acidification. Um, as the chemistry changes, it's, it makes it harder for organisms that have shells and skeletons like coral reefs and, um, and um, crabs and oysters, makes it harder for them to build their shells. And so that's, that's the kind of research that I do and why we observe this all around the world. Yeah, that's that is. Thank you so much for your presentation. If anyone yeah. has any questions, just type them in the chat and we'll answer them. I'll give you guys like a minute or two if you have any questions. That was really interesting though. I have like a small question kind of. 
I was wondering, like, how much more of your job do you go out to, like, to the ocean stuff compared to, like, you stay in labs and stuff? Great question. It's really different um, for oceanographers. Some oceanographers go to sea on research ships a lot of the year, um, and others only work with their computer, basically, mm-hmm. at their desk, you know, and design models that predict climate and predict weather and predict ecosystem change. Um, so it's, there's a wide variety. For me, um, I used to go to sea more often. Um, I would spend probably about a month, a year on a ship. And now, because I lead a big research group and we do measurements with instruments that, that we can leave out in the ocean by themselves, um, we don't have to be out there so much. Um, we even add instruments to um, robots, ocean robots, basically drones that can sail in the ocean by themselves. So we take uh, you know, a, a drone ship, um, we add all kinds of instruments to it, and then we send it off to the, the ocean to make measurements, and then it comes back to us. So, um, so that's a lot of the work that I do now. And so a lot of my time is sitting in my office and mm-hmm. looking at the data that's coming in. Okay. Thank you so much for answering. And thank you so much to you guys for presenting to us and coming in. And of course. I hope everyone has a good afternoon. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. So um, what's your favorite thing about like your whole job? Great question. My favorite thing is, you know, I think it's really important that we understand climate change and that we make sure that the science is informing good policy. And what I, the favorite thing about my job is that all these instruments that we have around the world are creating a climate record. They're creating a a record that's going to help us better understand climate change and how to better address it and how to make sure that we protect the ocean. Um, And so every day when I go to work, I feel like I'm doing something that is improving the world and that makes me um, feel pretty good. Um, It's a really great privilege that I'm able to do that and um, that's, that's my favorite thing for sure. Thank you. Yeah. So if anyone, does anyone have any more questions? Yes, I have a question. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my question is for Ileana. Um, what is your internship like? What do you do uh, every day as part of your internship? Can you all hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting a lot of feedback, but I think I understood the question is, um, what do I do every day on my internship? Yeah. Is that correct? Okay. Um, so basically, I start my day off, um, I usually get up. 
and start about like eight eight um kind of just check my email and see like um basically what's going on and what I need to look for for that day and then I'll start with a scrum meeting and that basically is just like a date with the PMEL team um well part of it at least um and then like I'll have like uh, let's say Miss Adrian has sent me some data that I need to like change over into Excel and make some time series plots or something of that nature um different being behind a computer screen so I really don't know what I would be doing you know if the world wasn't kind of like in a different place right now but basically I do a lot of um graphs and kind of just comparing the graphs talking with my mentors kind of them guiding me um that's really basically what I do on a daily basis it's not much like um, you have to know a whole lot because they're going to teach you really everything that you need to know. They're very knowledgeable and you can really like ask them anything. And that's basically what I do whenever I have, have a problem. Thank you so much. I definitely don't mind this agent. And she can Yeah, I think, you know, internships in this virtual world are very different right now. If Ayana was at our laboratory, um, every day we'd be meeting in person, we'd be going over the research. Thank you for that together. question, by the way. Yeah. Um, and there would be more interaction, more face-to-face um, -face interaction. But um, I think we're doing the best that we can and internships are really great for getting experience in how to do research, what questions to ask, um, how to um, analyze data, how to then put all of that data into a story and tell a story. What did you learn? How do you give a presentation? How do you write um, you know, a science summary? It's really great preparation for, for that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of internships now that are paid internships, just like the one Ayana has is a paid internship um, and a really great opportunity in the summer to make some money and to learn at the same time. Thank you so much for that question. If there's any more questions, please go ahead and say them now. And if you like, if we end it and you guys think of any questions, you could feel free to email me and I'll forward it forward out your email. But if not, we can end it now. So I hope everyone has a good day. Thank you so much for joining and thank you so much for presenting to us. Have a good afternoon. Bye everyone. Thanks. Have a good summer. Thank you. Bye.